what are we doing in the black community? The number one consumer of a Mercedes Benz is us. Us. The number one consumer of a Gucci and a Louis Vuitton. Us. And they don't even advertise. Why is it that in the black community, we are always the number one consumer, but we're not the number one creators? So you just said it, the fact that there's consumers and creators. For so long, we assume success based on consumption. Mm. Welcome back to Closing the Gap with Truth About Black Wealth. Of course, I'm your host, Mr. Wilbert Hamilton. I'm owner and founder of Hamilton Wealth Advisor here. Mr. Morris Smith, man, been been a wonderful day, man. I've been educated, I've been learning, I've been taking it all in, trying to figure out how to take some of the information, some of this knowledge and wisdom, and start to apply it in my life and you know push myself forward and jump off the porch, so to speak. Um, but I want to kind of get into some things that you're doing now, man. I mean, of course, I was blessed to be a part of a seminar you had a couple years before. I think that was kind of pre-COVID, right before COVID was yeah. kicking off and really didn't know where things were going, but um, had a seminar and I was blessed to be a part of and you were enriching lives and you know educating people and of course you know that's what I'm you know all about wanting to see you know us you know close the wealth gap by you know educating information and then hopefully taking action. Um, so kind of tell me you know where that came from and you know where they started. Well, it started from, you know, I wanted to, I really wanted to rebrand myself, right? So that's why I came up with Beyond the Clippers, you know? A lot of times when you just cut the hair, man, that's all people know you for. Mm. And all people knew me for was, uh, he's a barber. Mm. But nobody knew that I was a real estate agent. Nobody knew that I was, you know, investing. Not that I cared, but, you know, I wanted to rebrand myself and, 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 and come out and show people really how to do this stuff and, you know, and, and how you can be just an ordinary individual. And that's what I'm doing, you know, out here teaching it, out here doing conferences, seminars, and, and doing my mentoring and coaching as well. Well, like I say, it is, you know, he, he's, he's far from average, and he's far <laughs> from regular, you know, he's, he's a, like I said, a regular man doing extraordinary things and, you know, trying to help the, you know, the community, you know, along the way. You know, and within the seminars, tell me a little bit about kind of some of the areas that you kind of speak on within the seminar and kind of, you know, how you're assisting those individuals because, you know, we want people to get beyond the Clippers. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, you know, you know, in the seminar, we try to teach people that, all right, your financial situation may be this down the road. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people understand that, you know, your 401k, most time people, when they retire, their 401k is not what they want it to be. You know, the average person retired with about 170 some thousand dollars, you know, in their 401k or in their retirement. And so, uh, how are you gonna combat that? You have to figure out how you're gonna combat it, you know? Uh, so I'd like to educate people uh, on on the uh, real estate market and how you work your numbers and where you should be, and, you know, what type of income you should be trying to uh, bring in. So that's what we do at our, at our seminars, you know? That's what I do in my mentoring and coaching. I try to teach people the numbers. Cause it's a numbers game, and if you don't you don't do the numbers, I don't care if you just go out there and buy a piece of real estate. It's still not going to matter if you haven't done the numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just going to end up. <laughs> well, like they always say, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So yeah. you know, you got the numbers to to everything you do. You got to know them, and but that's a part of like say the planning. You know, that's why I think you put on the seminar is so important because you're not just saying, okay, we'll invest in real estate. You should give them a, a, a multi-step process. You know, Absolutely. some things they need to look at, some things they need to do. You know, you're willing to help them, coach them, and mentor them. Right. You know, you know, and within doing that, I've you know been blessed to actually speak with some of the people you've had success stories with and helping them get into real estate and start to generate income and you know rental properties and fix and flips and things of the nature. So you know, tell me a little bit about how that's going and you know what kind of joy does that bring you to kind of you know being able to partner with. 
Man, I love it, man. You know, just, you know, out of my mentorship program, I've had at least three people buy, you know, buy their first uh, rental property. So it's, it's a joy for me to just sit back and watch, you know, my work, you know, uh, rub off on them and they go out there and they, you know, fix my property up and, and do it the way that I, you know, instructed them to do it. You know, I try to always teach people if you can do it, you know, without having to put a lot of money up or uh, being strategic about it, you know, that's what we teach in our seminars. That's what I teach in my coaching. That's teaching the process. Well, I think that's, you know, key because a lot of times, of course, you know, people have, you know, misinformation. Of course, for us, we think you got to have, in order to get into real estate, you got to have perfect credit. Yeah. You got to have a lot of cash to put down. You got to have, you know, access to this, that, and the third. And, you know, what you're showing them is, you know, you don't have to have perfect credit. You need to have decent credit. We always recommend you have good right. credit because we want you to have good credit. But it's not necessarily required in all situations. And there are multiple situations to go into deals, you know, whether it's with the partner, um, whether it's, you know, like I say, like I said, whether it's a multifamily, right. um, like I say, residential, like I say, it's different from, you know, fixing flips and, and, you know, having, you know, just regular, you know, rental properties. But, you know, there's something for everybody. And I think that, you know, what happens is all too often people like to paint a certain area and a certain thing with a broad brush. And you'll meet some people that say, well, I don't like fixing flips, well, I don't like renting, or I don't like this. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that means that real estate isn't for you just because you don't like one particular area of real estate. You know, and kind of speak to some of those different areas of real estate and how people can get in real estate in ways that, you know, we may not be thinking of. Well, I'm a generalist, so I do everything. Mm. I, you know, I, I do wholesaling, I do fix and flip, I do buy and hold. So, and then you can get in real estate by just partnering up, even if you don't want to, you know, you can just be the funder. You can fund the deal mm. and, and just bring, you know, and I bring you back a uh, return on your investment. You know, for example, if I make $50,000 off the deal, you fund the whole deal, we split the profits. Because I didn't sit there and manage the deal and, uh, and and got it off the ground, did all the legwork. So that's another way that you can make money off of real estate, just hands off. Absolutely, because time is money. We got to get paid for our work. So yeah, you know. But it's a way for if you don't want to be actively involved in it, yeah, you can still be a participant. Absolutely. So you still can be a beneficiary of being involved in real estate without actually personally having to be involved in it. So you know, for me, I probably be that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have enough going on probably from a day to day standpoint. Yeah. Um, but I do see Reese, um, obviously, real estate as an asset and as a value, um, something that everybody, you know, should have a piece of, you know, for yeah. multiple reasons. Um, whether it's from a tax savings appreciation standpoint, whether it's from just an asset building and growing standpoint. And then you look at this country, all of your wealthiest individuals own a lot of real estate. You know, the real estate market and the stock market. They go hand in hand. They own a lot of each. And you know, we just have to understand how to get our little piece of the pie and yeah. get involved in it. Back in a minute. Welcome to Hamilton Wealth Advisors, where our goal is to change the financial landscape of the African American community by providing the best of the best in financial professionals to help close the gap on financial wellness, wealth creation, and wealth transference. We're continuing to expand and grow our reach and add qualified advisors to our team. Help us to teach our community how to create generational wealth. We're looking for passionate, selfless, and professional advisors. They pride themselves in the core beliefs that education plus expertise leads to proper execution. So if you think this opportunity may be for you, ask yourself this question, what is your why? And if the answer is you wanna be a professional successor advisor that makes a positive impact in the lives of all you come into contact with, contact us about joining our team today. As we look to move forward, continue to be a blessing to those who would never come into contact with by creating a successful financial plan today.
Welcome back to Closing the Gap, the truth about black wealth. Of course, I'm your host, Mr. Wilbur Hamilton. Here at Mr. Morris Smith, man, he's been blessing me all day long, dropping gems on me, and I'm just trying to take it all in and, and hopefully use some of his real estate knowledge and hopefully maybe give myself a few pieces of property here and there, you know, now and into the future. So, you know, man, I'm, I'm thankful that you're here and sharing information and your wisdom. Uh, I'm thankful for what you're doing for the community and doing the same and wanting to be, you know, um, a blessing because I truly believe in, you know, we're all blessed to be a blessing to others and help others and, and that's why you continue to receive blessings. Um, but, you know, with that being said, you got, you know, Beyond the Clippers and you have your mentoring and coaching program and you have, you know, barbershops, so you got a lot going on. So it's kind of, <laughs> you know, where do you see, you know, you know, you know, Beyond the Clippers and your barbershops, where do you see that going in the future? Well, like I said, you know, the barbershop, definitely my foundation. So I'm not getting rid of the barbershop. The barbershop <laughs> gonna be around. And um, beyond the club, man, I just see us, you know, in the future, just uh, continue to grow, um, continue just to grow my platform and um, just continue to roll out content and continue to just do what I've been doing. You know, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, you know, and for as you know, business ventures uh, goes, I, I've been looking into franchises and you know, really trying to, you know, be like a venture capitalist and go out there and, you know, buy some other businesses, man, so we can keep the uh, legacy going even when I'm not here, you know what I mean? So that's the that's the biggest thing for me, you know, my last name and letting it still linger on when I leave here. Well, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of that because, you know, my, my motto is, you know, teach them all the community how to create generational wealth, but, you know, one of my mottos is, you know, individually is, I want to be able to touch communities and individuals that I never come into contact with. So I think that's what you know, being a true blessing, you know, to others is. And like I say, so when we're we're dead and gone, and our kids get kids are here, they can see the benefits and the fruits of our labor, what we've done, what we put in place. And you know, you're doing that. And I think you know the fact that you know you've chased, you know, you know consistency. The fact that you you know never been scared to jump off the porch, never been scared to try, and it's continued to lead you into other ventures and continue to allow you to grow and prosper. And I think, and those are things I think people don't get. You know, we hear a lot about, like I said, those, those you know, multiple streets of income now, yeah. but people don't realize that you had a foundation that allowed you to go into other ventures. And you created one stream of income. Then the real estate created another stream of income. Absolutely. Now you have Beyond the Clippers that creates another stream of income. <laughs> then you have Beyond the Clippers that's creating other opportunities and other doors that are being opened. Yeah. But it's all because you had a solid foundation and some that, you know, that was rock solid. That you say you would never get away from. That is always going to be there. And I think those are the, the lessons and the pieces of information that people are missing a lot of times. Because they see what's new. Yeah. They see what's next but don't remember what got them to what's next and the fact that you've always been able to remain you know humble number one you know and you know humble prayerful and also consistent right that's allowed you to be able to continue to grow because i think a lot of time people they don't have the room to receive because as they've grown materialistically right their ego is also grown <laughs> in a much larger way right and when your ego is growing it's not allowing you to be able to receive new information, new content, because you see yourself as the biggest thing smoking. So you're not allowing people to see you and see someone they want to connect with and they want to pour into. Yeah. You know, so I believe you always want to be a person that a person sees and they want to pour into. They want to help because they see your work ethic, they see your driver, they see your commitment. And I think that's what's happening, and I see that happening for you, and only getting you know bigger and better. So you know, I, I applaud you, man. I'm, I'm I'm always grateful to see, especially the brothers that you know yeah. come from the government, come from where we come Absolutely, from, you know, doing wonderful things, doing great things in the community, you know, having a servant's heart, yeah. you know, truly being about helping people, mentoring people, 
um, and, and it's just you know just a pleasure and a joy to see, man. So, you know, with that being said, man, you you know you've been very much a renaissance man. You know, <laughs> you know, you you're not a jack of all trades, a master of none. You are a master of several trades. Yeah. You know, and still growing to become masters in others. So, you know, with you doing so much, um, you know, now of course, married man, you know, family man, all the good stuff. Yeah. You know, kind of. You know, what are your goals and dreams and, you know, how do you see these things helping to close the wealth gap? Well, I think, you know, just being, you know, being able to be a husband and, and being able to take care of your family, that's, that's major to me, you know what I'm saying? You being a family man, I'm sure you can, you know, attest to that. And one thing too, I appreciate, you know, all your works that you've uh, done, you know, over the years by helping, you know, our people in our community. Because I feel like, you know, that's something that we, you know, really need to, you know, take heed to and understand that, you know, that's major in our families. And, you know, we, a lot of times, you know, we, you know, wasn't taught a lot of these things. We wasn't taught, we, I know I didn't see it growing up. I you know, I didn't see, uh, you know, a married family and you know, things that they just saw TV. You know, the Cosby Show, you yeah. know. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I think that, you know, all those things are major key components to, you know, bridging the wealth gap, you know, buying a home, things of that nature that wasn't even taught to us, you know, at, at a young age. And um, I wish that, you know, they would have, you know, even explained that to us some sort of way about, you know, uh, bridging the wealth gap or about buying a home. You can bridge a wealth gap, you know, by buying your personal home. And I think that's where you probably need to start at. You know, if you want to help bridge the wealth gap, you know, that's probably where you need to start at for sure. Well, you know, what's crazy, um, you know, they've done a number of studies on, you know, what they can do and what and what things help close the wealth gap and what things help build wealth. And it's no surprise that two of the things that weren't taught and shown to us probably the most in our communities, even from TV as a reflection, is marriage and real estate. Yeah. Those two entities have been the largest wealth generators in history. Absolutely. The reason why is because two incomes is always better than always. one. So if you <laughs> have two incomes, then you have a plan and a foundation and you're living on one, that means you have a whole other income. So if I can take care of my home, and I can pay the bills for my house. I don't know how everybody else do it. That's for me and my house. Right. I believe that the man is the head and the woman, you know, if I was the man. That doesn't mean that you be a dictator, but that right. means that, you know, I'm, I believe in having a responsibility to make sure I, you know, protect, provide, profit, and priest over my home. So I have to do those things. So, you know, in doing that, if I can take care of all of those necessities, right, the roof overhead, the, you know, food in the, on the table and those things, now my wife is working, she's successful in her own right, she's prospering, she's growing. Now her income, we can invest. Right. Now we can get a better home. That home be a greater investment, which leads to greater wealth. We can take her money and invest more into the market and do different things. So, you know, marriage being one of the greatest wealth building building tools ever that was never taught to us. Right. And it's actually been torn down in our community probably more than anything else. Absolutely. And then also, of course, real estate. You know, they've never taught us how to buy real estate. They're still not teaching us how to buy real estate, which is why it's amazing. I'm always grateful and thankful that, you know, you're doing what you're doing because you're bringing information, insight, you know, to people in general. And I mean, to people like me, because I'm not a real estate guy per se. So I'm being educated. And my goal is to bring, you know, from a financial standpoint, stock market standpoint, you know, financial advising standpoint, bring that same kind of information to our community. So when you have other professionals with the same service heart, you know, putting that type of good information and good energy out there, 
and it's all here to help us close the wealth gap. See you next time.